This is Comic Shenanigans, episode 911, Comic Reviews for the week of Wednesday, September the 22nd. Welcome to the Comic Shenanigans Podcast. This is episode 911. It's our comic reviews episode from the releases from the week of Wednesday, September the 22nd. So before you can really hunker into those books that came out on the 29th of September, let's take one last look backwards at September the 22nd. Um, so there was actually a, a fair number of books. There was Aquaman the Becoming, number uh, issue, sorry, issue number one. There was uh, Batman the Detective, number five. Batman Secret Files, Miracle Molly. Uh, we had a new issue of Batman, Catwoman. Uh, there was The Death of Doctor Strange, number one. New issue of Fantastic Four, Gamma Flight, as it comes towards its conclusion. You got Gardens of the Galaxy by Al Ewing. Uh, you had Moon Knight, Nightwing, Reptile, Shazam, Star Wars Bounty Hunters, uh, Supergirl, Woman of Tomorrow. You had Symbiote, Spider-Man, Crossroads. Uh, the United States of Captain America. You had x Corps, and you had X-Men Onslaught Revelation, as well as the new issue of X-Men. Um, so th- what did I actually have a chance to read? Well, I read three books. Or two, I should say. Uh, first one was Flash. Uh, this was issue number 774. And I actually quite enjoyed this. I thought this was a nice kind of... I don't know. It just felt like very... A nice kind of done in one adventure. Uh, written by Jeremy Adams, artwork by Christian Duce, um, and he had Hi Fi doing the colors and Steve Wands on letters. Brandon Peterson and Michael Atea or Atia on cover, um, the cover artists. Um, and I quite enjoyed this. Um, it was a very simple issue. It's all about kind of Wally West uh, taking his daughter. Uh, I read this was to go, I guess, to a dance, um, and it, it doesn't necessarily go as well as as maybe they expect, but they're going to a daddy-daughter dance um, on their way. Um, you know, uh, Tom Fuluri and Seuss as a, as a villain shows up, and so they have to figure out a way to stop this villain. They don't really have their powers because um, it's, a good, it's kind of put everyone to sleep, but because of their metabolism, they're able to stay awake, but they can't actually access their powers, so they have to figure out another way to be able to go up against the, this villain. Um, I thought it was inventive. I thought it was fun. I thought it was relentlessly charming. Um, I really kind of enjoyed what was going on here. Um, this was a really nice done-in-one. I feel like this is an issue that I'd be happy to kind of read with my son because, you know, the stakes are... They're not huge, and um, I think, you know, again, the villain doesn't seem especially dangerous, but there's just something about... Uh, the overall stakes still feel high enough because you don't have Wally being able to use his powers, so him and Irie have to kind of figure things out on their own and just using their wits. And I really dug that. Um, I, again, I thought it was really charming and fun and a really enjoyable issue. Felt very much like a kind of a throwback in a, in a, in a good way. Um, it felt like it was a somewhat you know slower paced, quieter issue, but I think that was what was necessary here, and it, it really shows the bond between. Uh, Wally and his daughter, so I actually really, really enjoyed this, and um, yeah, I just thought it was a, a tremendous amount of fun, a really stylish issue, and yeah, just a lot of fun all the way through. So, you know, it's it's funny, I feel like as I'm getting older, I definitely appreciate comics that are not afraid to have a sense of humor or, or be fun, as opposed to maybe how I would have felt when I was younger when I wanted things to be more like, you know, cool and really full of adventure and high stakes, and, and I'm just kind of like, well, that was a really nice father daughter at the moment. Count me in. <laughs> so I really enjoyed that. Um, and last but not least, we have X-Men Legends. Uh, this is issue number seven. Uh, this particular issue is an- another fun throwback. This is by Larry Hama, uh, who's writing it. We've got Billy Tan on art. We have Chris Sotomayor on uh, um, colors. And um, let's see, we also have 
Uh, virtual calligraphy is Joe Carmagna on letters with Lauren Amaro as assistant editor, Mark Basso on editor, and then Jordan D. White as the senior editor of the book. And uh, I enjoyed this. We kind of jump into it. Um, you know, you got Wolverine and, and Jubilee, and Jubilee is kind of very classic Jubilee. Um, I, I, I at times thought that Billy Tan's artwork was really good on Yukio and on uh, Jubilee, but it wasn't. It didn't always feel like it was. He really had a great handle on Wolverine, which was weird because I, I just I didn't expect that. Especially like when Wolverine's wearing like his classic mask, something about it just looked uncomfortable or it didn't look right. Um, there's a moment where they're kind of all lunging forward to go, you know, fight uh, the the villains of the piece, and the Wolverine kind of reminded me some of the um, the pencil work. And some of the detail kind of reminded me of some of that Lionel Francis you would do. Um, but it's nice to see Deathstroke and Wolverine kind of fighting each other. Um, I did think the issue kind of felt like it ended very abruptly, um, which was kind of strange. But, um, I mean, for the most part, I would say this was a fairly enjoyable, you know, solid issue. I'm really enjoying this new book in general, um, just in terms of what it's able to do and just kind of having, you know, fun with the different time periods of X-Men. And I, I think that... Um, it's definitely you know a concept that's maybe been missing is just being able to kind of tell stories in and out of current continuity and some that may or may not be canon that they're all kind of supposed to be and just kind of having fun with it and I had fun with this. Uh, looking forward to next week on the 29th, some of the books that are coming out that particular day they do include um, from IDW. There's uh, there's the TMNT ongoing. There's the TMNT The Last Ronin issues one and two have more reprintings. We've got issue one has a fourth reprinting and issue two has a third reprinting. Uh, over at Image, uh, we have an issue of Spawn, Undiscovered Country, Department of Truth. And at Marvel, we have Amazing Fantasy, Amazing Spider-Man, ending the Nick Spencer run. Hooey. Haven't actually read it yet. A little bit scared. Uh, got Black Panther number 10. Sorry, Black Cat number 10. Uh, we got Cable by Jerry Duggan, volume two. We got uh, Dark Hawk number two of five, Extreme Carnage Omega. We got Inferno. That's a big release coming out. We got Kang the Conqueror, uh, Miles Morales, Spider Man, Moon Knight, Nonstop Spider Man, um, Star Wars, Star Wars High Republic, Star Wars War of the Bounty Hunters. Uh, we got Sword, The Marvels, Thor, Winter Guard, and Wolverine. So definitely a lot of stuff on that score as well. Uh, thanks again for listening to this episode of the Comic Shenanigans podcast. You can listen. To, sorry, you can. Um, Rate and review us on iTunes, subscribe to us on iTunes, and also listen to us on Stitcher. Uh, thanks again for listening. I know this has been a short one, but uh, short and sweet sometimes. Uh, the next episode, I'm really looking forward to dropping it. It's going to be with Glenn Greenberg, who worked at Marvel throughout the, uh, the 90s and uh, had some great insights. We had a great time chatting the other day, so I'm really excited to uh, present that to you, uh, the listener. So thanks again for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Bye-bye.